How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake, and I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave? It's going good. I just had some stew and taters. How are mm. you? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. I haven't had stew and taters. I had McDonald's. I would probably trade that out for stew and taters, to be honest. Um, but it's still pretty good. I think my food has a higher sati satiation point, because mm. it's going to sit in here forever. Um... But also, like, nuggets. Right. I mean, nuggets are pretty good. I had a uh, deluxe chicken sandwich. Um, again, a pretty pretty decent offering in the chicken sandwich wars. Um, but deluxe is basically, like, we put some mayo on it and a pickle. Maybe a piece of lettuce. I mean, I feel like that should be standard. <laughs> well, you would think so. But a standard chicken sandwich, I'm pretty sure at a lot of these establishments, is chicken and bread <laughs> like it's it's not that far away from it at least i mean i'll, I'll pay an extra dollar for it to be a sandwich mm -hmm. um but chicken I mean, sandwiches like, are really the way to go i've never enjoyed fast food burgers where i'm like oh wow I'm like eh. Mm -hmm. yeah i can i can take it or leave it sometimes but i don't feel as bad after a chicken sandwich compared to some other offerings there chicken's uh, a leaner meat therefore good choice <laughs> uh-huh it's been a long time since I went to Chick-fil-A because, I mean, it's further away. And then also, they're not open on Sundays. And then also, kind of some miserable policies and stuff. But Boy, not that's, where I remember. <laughs> that's, that's where I remember the chicken sandwich thing started. Because mm -hmm. like, you got like a just normal chicken sandwich. It was basically, I think, literally chicken, a pickle, maybe. Like a couple pickle slices and bread. And if you wanted to get more than that, you got the deluxe. And I think that's where everyone started as a baseline for the Sandwich Wars. Okay. Mm -hmm. I never got to try Chick-fil-A's um, as it is Pride <laughs> Month. Um, but oh, also yeah. because, and primarily because uh, I think they use peanut oil on theirs. Ah. And okay. that is something that will uh, fuck me up. I dead. thought you were going to... It will fuck me up dead. <laughs> I, I thought I, I misheard the uh, the pluralization on Chick-fil-A's and I thought you were about to say I've never got to try Chick-fil-A's chicken. <laughs> I was like, what, what'd you go there for? Like waffle fries and that's it, I guess. I've been in one once and mm. I think I got like fries and like a, a soft drink. It was like before, yeah. we were going to a movie and people stopped there beforehand. Um, so I just got something else that wasn't fried in peanut oil or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think their drinks are, I hope. No, that would be a little bit much. Although, <laughs> I mean, so uh, while we're talking about food, as an aside, uh, Dave got me corn beverages at some point. <laughs> while I'm thinking about <laughs> the oil. The corn soda for, uh, for Jenny's birthday, yeah. Uh-huh, a corn soda. And I think one of them was literally popcorn flavored. Or oh, wait, they were different, different corn flavors? That or they were all popcorn. They might have all been popcorn flavored. At least minimum one of them okay. was popcorn flavored. <laughs> um, like I don't remember what it was now. And yeah, I was like, it's not bad. And she's like, this is terrible. And I was like, it's not great, but I'm going to drink it. <laughs> it's a very odd uh, flavor, but at least that one wouldn't be poison to you, as would like peanut oil, basically. No, I have to. Is it, Did it taste like sweet corn? Yes. Yeah. That sounds kind of pleasant. It's probably a bit jarring as like a, this is a liquid and it's carbonated. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, yeah, I'm always curious to try well. those odd flavors of soda. We used to have um, back near, uh, when, I, when, we, when I had a nearby uh, Wegmans, they had a bunch of um, kind of exotic beverages there. And by exotic beverages, I mean like, obviously what you would expect as far as birch beer and things like that but then they all also had like rose petal soda stuff and it just did not taste good roses actually don't taste good no they they're flowers you can't <laughs> you can't eat flowers but like they don't taste good i played the oregon trail i know you can eat flowers you can eat dandelions <laughs> you just have to the petals can be made into a lettuce doesn't taste great um but yeah, I actually don't know what that comment meant, means. They've just asked me guess the game question mark. <laughs> I was going to say, did you want to do a, a round of guess the game before we get into to everything we have planned for tonight? Sure. Yeah, we could do one. Um, uh, shout out to a listener who requested uh, we do a bit more guess the game. So, um, 
which as I told Always Jake, um, I appreciate whenever people reach out at the same time, I think you're borderline sociopath because again, this is audio only. So <laughs> I mean, it you're, is you're going the extra mile on that. And I, I do appreciate it though. Yeah. Um, so if you're uh, searching back into the past or maybe you're saving your guess, the game guesses for us um, as of today uh, of recording, we're on guess the game 390. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have that one up right now. So if you guys want to follow along, feel free. Guess the game, guess the dot game. And you can go back uh, at the there's like view or previous if you've already completed it, you can listen to this episode and watch how how wrong we are. <laughs> yes. Although if you have already completed this and you're able to like immediately identify what we're talking about, you are so much smarter than me. Because <laughs> uh, Dave can attest to this. We did guess the game kind of recently with some friends and we were looking at the exact same one that I had already done, I think, at some point. And mm-hmm. my brain was making the same exact hops to arrive at the destination like the wrong guess is all the way to it and i'd already done it so props That's props to you <laughs> how the brain be sometimes uh how would you identify this first uh photo we have screenshot all right so graphically the era seems to be ps2 mm-hmm. i'm kind of looking at a uh, musky cement wall and then I'm not sure if that's supposed to be like a like radio box. It's kind of like smattered in blood. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to make out. It seems like there is a box or like something kind of jutting out of the wall, but it's definitely box shaped, right? Yes. Yeah. It looks kind of like a vent to me. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Um, could be that. And it looks it looks rusty. It's either blood or it's rust, which immediately sets off. Well, it's rusty <laughs> overall. And the bottom, I feel like that's 100% blood. Yes, yeah, it very much, very likely is. Um, do you have an initial guess about what this might be? Uh, I'm trying to think of games that involve blood, mm-hmm. and like I don't, I don't play many games. But what would be the one? Silent Hill. Yeah, that's that's what I'm that's my knee jerk reaction is always Silent Hill. Uh, my my curiosity here is, and I, I do want to try Silent Hill because guess the game doesn't often use um, sequels. But I, there's a chance this is Silent Hill too. Um, well, you have to be in this with me. Yeah. All right. We'll try Silent Hill. I agree. We can try Silent. Okay. Hill. Going for Silent Hill. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for coming to our episode. Uh, I fucking kick ass at this game. So, uh-huh. yeah. I, I initially I saw it and I was like, this might. This is probably like Silent Hill too. But that's just because it's the popular Silent Hill. I don't know how many people actually played Silent Hill 1. I, um, I think it's so dumb that I saw blood. I'm like, Silent Hill, maybe? Uh-huh. It's like, well, it's yeah, blood and rust. It. Right? Yeah. Because the, the klaxon goes off and then the world begins to rust as the fog rolls in and you're transferred to Silent Hill. Um, but traditionally, the open to Silent Hill doesn't have everything covered in blood and rust until the, uh, the klaxon starts. Um. Damn. Yeah, I suppose it does slightly undermine this if we get it in one. But uh, that's that's just where we're at. Do you want to try another one quick? You want to move past and maybe try sure. and add this yeah, another we week? Can, we can we can uh, sabotage our our <laughs> our win streak here. Um, you want to go back one, two, three, eighty-nine? Yeah, sure. Um, so I can jump in to try to describe this. It looks like please. A, Again, PlayStation, right? Like, older graphics, not very high def at all. Uh, some metal bar. Um, looks like some wooden boxes or something, maybe, in the background. Repeating, uh, repeating, of course. And then, like, purple? Purple bit? Um, Yeah, it's, it's hard to describe, because we're definitely seeing it uh, a lot more zoomed in. Mm-hmm. Um... But the background seems to be something, you know, you know, a drum. Yes. I'm visualizing. So you know how like they have like their, their spokes, like the individual panels that make up the sides of the drum are yeah. kind of all like stuck together. That's what the b- part of the background looks like to me. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. If that's also, circular. Yeah. Also, I feel like I'm looking through a lens of something because I have a bit of like a, a screen tear. Effect. You get those VCR lines or something. Yeah, I'm getting the VCR lines. Um, also, 
for whatever reason, this feels like a point-and-click adventure game to me. Mm-hmm. Or like some part of the background feels like it's static, whereas some part of the foreground feels a little more interactive. Or like right. it needs to be animated. I will say, as far I as not... anything else, I, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't have heavy confidence in this. I saw like the metal here, and my brain was just like, you could try Twisted Metal, but this looks not like that. <laughs> um... And yeah, I don't really have more than that to go off of right now. It's definitely old. Um, I feel like Twisted Metal is a throwaway guess, but that's probably mine unless you have some confidence. I really need more information. Yeah. Um, so we can do Twisted Metal as a as our throwaway guess. Sure. Which, by the way, there's apparently going to be a show for that. So yeah, that's not what I expected that to, to look see forward at all. to. <laughs> Uh, so new information, Metacritic score 88. Do you want to describe this one? All right. So this again, definitely feels like PS2 era graphics. Uh, there's a bit of light rainfall. It is nighttime. There is a bridge. Um, some of the trees in the background feel a little more cartoony Mm -hmm. in design. So I'm getting like platformer vibes. Yeah, like a 3D platformer type game. This definitely looks like a 3D bridge to me. Yeah, um, but like between shots, uh, sorry, pictures one and two, I would not have guessed that they're in the same game. Right. <laughs> it, it does but it kind definitely of, is a platformer, I feel. Yeah. I You can have the next guess. My brain is currently in the, I'm guessing, games I've never played space. Yes. It's just like the longest journey is where it's at right now. But I don't think that that's necessarily it. So whatever your guess would be, I think we go for for this one. I want to say Jack and Daxter, The Lost Frontier. Okay, that's very specific. Because it's not one I played, and so it's not one I recognize. So I'm like, maybe it's a possibility. Okay. So I want to lock I'll that in for guess two. Lock that in. Okay. Well, new information. Original platform PlayStation 2. <laughs> that was wrong. That's not new information. I was right the whole time. <laughs> we have what appears to be a picture, and it has security code on it. Um, what was the... If there's a security code, and it's on like a Polaroid picture, 314. Um, Sly Cooper. <laughs> Sly Cooper? Yeah. It was another platform PS2 era um, about like, hacking and espionage. And... So there's two Sly Cooper options. There's Thieves in Times and the Thievius Raccoonus. I'm going to assume... I feel like the it's... first one has to be the <laughs> their initial foray. Thieves in Time? No, the, the Thievius Thie- Raccoonus. Really? Um, maybe. I didn't... That seems like such a stupid name for a game, but I guess maybe they got that out of their system in one. Uh, I'm going to try it. Alright, lock it in. Dang. I actually thought it was Sly Cooper that time as well. <laughs> So the next picture is again very much PS2 platformer, a little bit cartoony. Um, some of it almost seems like it's kind of Disney models. At least just looking at the door frame, that kind of oh, reminds no. me of Beauty and the Beast a little bit. Again, I'm I'm really just throwing anything out to see on if it sticks. I mean, if you said Disney, and my brain's just immediately is this Kingdom Hearts, just like the first kingdom hearts but it doesn't really look like it to me and i have but no like, idea why it's like security, security code, code. feels off to me yes i don't know how to place that one but it is also an action and adventure game yeah. which still falls under like platformers for the most part i kind of want to try the other sly cooper at this point because i don't know right. anything else right now but I'm i'm open to disagreement on that yeah i don't see i mean i don't have a much better idea these like grapes in a cart or something like that it's also in this frame and this is normally where they start to introduce some more information but i'm just not seeing it i i'll try sly cooper thieves in time all right incorrect i should have saved my guess and waited (laughs) Uh uh-huh this one's this last next picture is like it shows clearly hud 20 out of 30 and some like green potion uh, heads up display and then there's a character you can see their arm and their leg in the background in a campfire released 2004 this doesn't help me at all <laughs> so i have some bad news uh-huh 
There are there's also Sly Two, Band of Thieves, Sly Three, Honor Among Thieves. Now they just I don't know Sly? if these are also Sly Coopers, but I just typed in Sly. That's what came up. But that motherfucker in the background looks like Sly Cooper. So you think it's just a? Uh, I think Sly it's still Spy. a Sly Cooper game. I just don't know which one. I mean, Sly Spy again. Normally they they don't do sequels as much, so I would guess Sly Spy Secret Agent. I'm going to lock that one in if that's what you want to. I'll go with you. Okay. It's definitely a Sly Cooper game. Oh, it's the last one. This looks way more fight. Sucker Punch made this? Oh, no. This I don't is know. a Sly Cooper game. Is this a Sly Cooper game? Do you play as a hippo in Sly Cooper? That's one of... It's like so. Sly Cooper has, I think, like two friends. I think one of them is a hippo. Okay. Well, I'm I don't gonna know. I'm going to try what's... Sly 2. It was slide two band of thieves. Oh my gosh! Thank you for your naming convention, guys. Uh huh. So we actually so let's let's go back for a second. We had guessed literally what appeared to be a second Sly game <laughs> based off the name convention, but yeah, they 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 clearly screwed us a little bit there. <laughs> okay. Well, I misled us with saying it's normally the first one, but. <laughs> well, I wasn't the expecting them you. to change the whole naming scheme around. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I guess they only made two Sly Cooper games. Right. Yeah. Well, hopefully you guys beat us on that one. <laughs> That's my stopping point for Guess the Game. <laughs> I feel cheated. Uh, but uh, hopefully you didn't beat us on the Silent Hill one. It's hard to do when you get it in one. Um, but uh, yeah, that's Guess the Game. Fun time. Um, always, you know, stay a couple behind so you can catch up when we get there too. But, uh, yeah, it's a fun time. Would you like to move to the second piece of, uh, prepared content we could even call it for this episode? Yeah, let's do it. Um, so this one is called Themes from a Hat. <laughs> and <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's as close as I get to, uh, Who's line? But um, uh, Dave and I prepared some uh, what we consider would you, you you say like ideal starter games for various genres, or what was your take on it? So prompt wise, I was thinking of like, hey, what are good games to start with for somebody who's not really a gamer? Mm-hmm. If you were gonna like try and get somebody who's outside of the space into the space, what would you show them? Right. Um, so obviously a lot of factors in place for like what's fun, what might be mechanically easy, um, what just might be appealing to them based on their interests. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of factors, um, but we just made a list of around like 30 or so. And so we're going to kind of go through, literally um, draw a name from a hat uh, using this website here. And we will then kind of talk about each one. Mm-hmm. Um and depending on time, we we might filter down the list. Yes, um, I I definitely threw a lot of names into the hat as far as games and genres, but uh, we'll see if we have more agreement or disagreement um, for for some of the common common points there. What are we starting also, with? Also, uh, Jake agreed ahead of time that before I would spin the wheel uh, to pick the name from a hat each time, he would say, "Spin that wheel, uh, spin that wheel." And I'll All just right, copy Jake, that. I will. <laughs> I'll paste it before every single entry. All right, StarCraft Two. Yeah. StarCraft Two is an RTS uh, made by Blizzard. Mm-hmm. I know that this is one of your entries. Do you want to talk about why you think it's a good starter game? Yeah. So, uh, preface: the RTS genre is kind of already on the sort of hardcore edge of gaming. I mean, it's pretty. There are RTSs on consoles, but like not that many. And usually people are just like, oh my gosh, it's an RTS. That's amazing. It's something like Halo Wars or whatever. And it's like an okay RTS <laughs> by the standards of PC gamers. So already we're kind of opening with the advanced here. But um, I picked StarCraft 2 because I've played a lot of different RTS games, including games that have come out since StarCraft. It's been out for a long time. Um, but it's very approachable. It literally has a free starter campaign in wings of liberty um so that's a pretty low entry price and then the campaign's really good 
gameplay wise. Um, and it's pretty much the center of the universe when it comes to RTS. Everything else just does something a little bit different in some way compared to mm-hmm. StarCraft. So that's why I think it's a good starter. I mean, I can't really refute any of those points. Um, people don't often look into or will overlook how a game will kind of teach you its mechanics. Mm-hmm. But like like tutorials, everyone's kind of like take for granted, like, yeah, 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 I get it. But that's also if you've been playing games for a very long time or playing other games in the space where right. you're so just it's second nature, basically. But no, StarCraft 2 does a really good job of being interesting, um, being fun. Mechanically, I would say it's not overly challenging, but it builds mm-hmm. on itself in the campaign. So if you are somebody new to the RTS space, I think this would be the game. Oh, yeah. Huge, huge ramp of difficulty, too, between like playing against players and lower difficulty in the campaign. There's a massive difference in StarCraft. Um, yes. <laughs> That would be my start. Um, so you agree for RTS? No no disagreement on that one? I don't have a disagreement on that one, I would say, okay. for right now. I'm going to give myself one point. <laughs> <laughs> this is the meta game <laughs> while we're going through this. Uh, what else do we have in the hat? Marvel Snap. Okay, I mean, you can skip that one. Uh, you actually know that one about me. You know that one more than I do. I, I, I had to guess what would be the correct game to get people into competitive card games right now. So I would almost hand this one over to you because you're more active in that space. I've only watched some people play it on Discord. Uh, but for anybody who is not aware, Marvel Snap is Marvel's take into... or I'm going to keep using the word 4A... Mm-hmm. Um, into the card gaming space. It's Pride Month. Um, it's for gay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, but the whole point of the game is it's supposed to be quick, fun, and shiny. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, I think, free to play by default. Uh, you can level up as you go. The more you level up, the more cards you get and put into your decks, etc., etc., as most card games work. Uh, but the whole point of the game is you only have six rounds to play cards. And there are three different zones you can place your cards into. Uh, the whole point of the game is to get, you want to win the zones. You win the zones by having more points on your side in a given zone. So if I have 32 on the left and you have 10 on the left, I win that zone. Interesting. But all of these cards will all have a special effect and will interact with each other in some way. And some of the zones might have static effects. Like you can't play these certain types of cards or after turn five, something happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's... It's fun, cute, and easy, and, like, very easy to get into. Right. Like, anybody who I've watched play, there wasn't, like, a, oh, how do you do this? Um, mm-hmm. It's very much you you do it as the card reads. There obviously gets to be some metagame later on, um, but if you're just looking for something fun and quick, you can do it. And you can play it on phone. super easy. Most people play it on phone, actually. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I would give I agree with you. I agree with your estimate, <laughs> your your choice for <laughs> a, a card game. There, I had some runners up, but like I disqualified Hearthstone because they have like a lot more mechanics now, and then it's kind of aged a bunch. And I disqualified Magic because it is the most complicated thing that was ever created. <laughs> I'm getting eyebrows from Damien. <laughs> it's um. The way I always describe magic to people, like, remember when I tried to get Jake into magic? Mm-hmm. I was explaining some of the rules, and he's like, so what's that rule you said? I'm like, yeah, unless otherwise stated. Um, unless otherwise stated. Because there's always, like, other things that could be at play that could make that thing not true, so. Mm-hmm. I, the way I would though. describe it is Mar- Marvel Snap might be your first card game, uh, but magic will be your last card game. Because <laughs> so, like, you'll die. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um... Uh, and there's another one you can disqualify for this for single player card game which I think it's related it'll just be weird if it comes up later uh, okay. freaking love Faria that was, that's mine for, for single player so the next one we have here is Animal Crossing okay what type of I, I guess maybe you don't have to tie a genre to that but if you had to pick a genre for Animal Crossing what kind of game do you think it is um, I think the Japanese would call it Slice of Life Okay. Um, yeah. But this is also like a farming, chill, a cozy game. I've heard it called. 
But the whole point is you have a village or an island, depending on which iteration you're playing, and you have these villagers who are animals and have their own personalities and their own houses, and you get to kind of terraform your town a little bit, rearrange some things, decorate, do chores around town, um, interact with other characters. Um, it's just so very laid back, and there's something cathartic about it. Mm-hmm. And now, I only played New Horizons on the Switch, which is their latest one, and I played the first one on... Actually, no. I think the GameCube was the second one. Yeah, I think it might have been SNES or something. Uh, Animal Crossing's been around for a it long 64. time. In 64, but probably. Yeah. It's just a very fun and easy game where you don't really need to have a specific goal. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's just fun to plant flowers, and then when people visit your town, you're like, don't fucking run through them. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I think very easy to pick up. Yeah. I actually like yours a little bit more than, than my pick. Because while we're talking about Slice of Life, I want to inject... Um, my pick for that was The Sims, specifically three, because it's kind of the latest one. Like my wife loves The Sims. Um, I know like her friends love The Sims. Um, and I even I played The Sims, like one of the early games I played to actually get into gaming. But it's actually probably less approachable than Animal Crossing yeah. and less addictive, kind of. But they're both very approachable and very addictive games. I would say Sims definitely probably has more mechanics mm-hmm. that I don't remember. I haven't played it in so long. I don't remember if like they teach it to you, um, but there's a lot of places where you could technically go wrong. Yeah. And in mm-hmm. Animal Crossing, there is you can't fail or break anything at all. Yes. And also, like Animal Crossing could be a entry ramp into like other types of uh, like lifetime simulator games, things like. Um, harvest moon or stardew valley or other things that relate to that if you start playing the sims that's where you end you actually just keep playing the sims so (laughs) it almost isn't a good um starter game for that but if you don't like games at all i think either of them could be be a pretty good start yeah can you guess the next one (laughs) no No? (laughs) there's a lot (laughs) did anybody guess portal portal okay Ooh, did you put Portal for Puzzle? Is that is that your your entry for puzzle games? So I don't have these broken up on genre for me. If I if I force you to say like yes or no, yes, Portal it would, would not definitely be, the game be under puzzle. puzzle okay. Um, just because it was the first one I really played and mm-hmm. kind of got into. Also, just the concept of how that worked at all blew my mind. It still kind of yep. does, um, and it just had a charm to it. Like, mm-hmm. overall, the game was very bleak and simple, and a lot of the personality just comes from Gladys, and then as you get to later in the game, you're like, shit's bananas, and it's, it's great. It was such a fun experience that I actually went back and essentially, quote-unquote, speed ran the game, or mm-hmm. what I considered to be speed ring at the time of just playing through quickly, and like, oh, I know the solutions. Um But what about you? What would you say in the puzzle space? What do you think is more approachable? Than Portal, I want to note that actual speedruns in Portal look absolutely obscene, obscene, and it's like the furthest thing from comprehension that the human brain can imagine. They're all pick like pixel perfect laser shots through walls to skip to the end of the level, and just actual insanity. Um, I like your answer better than mine. Um, for puzzle games, I picked uh, Talos Principle because I think it's good to build upon itself, and it is a really good game. But man. It's not a it's not a good uh it's beginner not game the easiest to, game for sure to, to portal. Yeah. It's hmm. And I don't play a lot of puzzle games, but man, I didn't even think about portal. And it's telling that like I've absolutely finished all the content, or I'm pretty sure that there's some optional hard content I think in, in Portal 2 I might not have finished, but like the co op campaign and single player and all that stuff. Um and it was freaking great because it feels like a puzzle adventure game which usually I cannot trick my brain into thinking that that exists. Um, so your answer is better. Point for me. Mm-hmm. And the imaginary system we've developed. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, the points are made up and <laughs> then don't matter. Oh, Everything's made up and the points don't matter. 
So here's another one, um, and you might take some some egress with this, but some umbrage. Ooh, Professor. No, I don't actually do Harry Potter <laughs> stuff. Celeste. Okay, interesting. So Celeste is a platformer. Yeah. Obviously, if you played it, um, mm-hmm. it is very cute and fun, and I care about the story so much. Like the whole thing just resonated with me. Um, yes. But also, like, the platform mechanics kind of very much start out with, like, hey, jump, grab onto a wall. You have some stamina to climb up the wall. Mm-hmm. And then later, as it goes, it keeps adding in these more mechanics. Maybe yeah. there's a platform that slides when you touch it. Maybe something only interacts when you do a dash. Maybe you have to do your dash in a specific way. Maybe there's spikes. Um, maybe you can't touch the ground twice in a certain spot. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it does a good job of building on it. Um, and I just love it. So a little bit of bias there. Yeah. I mean, it's an excellent game. We did an episode on it. Um, I think you might've fallen into the same type of trap that I did for this Mm -hmm. one where I picked a game I really appreciated, but it probably isn't the best starter. I picked hollow Knight, surprising zero people in the audience. I will say Um, I also threw that into the hat. Because, uh-huh. um, yeah, I, I do think that's another good example of they don't start you off on 10 by any means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can really go at your own pace and you're kind of driven by the fun gameplay and like the good world design. Mm-hmm. Why would you put Hollow Knight over Celeste specifically? Well, I I like the combat aspect of it personally. So, I mean, that irrespective of which one is a better starter game. Mm-hmm. um. I just freaking love Hollow Knight. It's, it's it's great. But I I do concede that anything that basically could be described as the dark souls of genre should not be on this list essentially. And that's what Hollow Knight is, is the dark souls of platforming. Um so I picked it because I was like this is so good that people that don't even like platformers might enjoy platformers a little bit more after this. Um but after your mention of Celeste and me seeing my own flaws in decision making in your eyes, um, I'd probably pick something like Mario. Mario 2. Whatever one Donkey likes. There you go. That's your starter platform. Super Mario Brothers 2. <laughs> um, a lot of contention there. There have been a lot of good platformers over the years. Hey, if we're talking about platform fighters... um. <laughs> yeah. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate came up as a starter game. Yeah. I'm gonna let you talk to that a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So I have I have two fighters for this, but for platform fighters, um I picked Ultimate because it is a massive game. Dave and I have played it for the last twenty five years of our lives, give or take. Um that doesn't necessarily mean much from the perspective of starter but it has a campaign which i completed world of light uh which starts out pretty simple and kind of like ramps you into more concepts and learning about the game and mechanics and things um and then it's just it's got that nintendo polish right like it's got support in ways that other platform fighters tend to not um and there's so many different ways to play it you know competitively try hard casual all that stuff so whatever feels good for the way that you want to play the game, you basically can. And that's that's all the criteria I think you need to be the uh, the on-ramp. Um, start with the best. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, anytime we've done, like, LAN parties and we get a bunch of people around the TV, I'm like, I'm doing one of you on competitive. I'm not doing any of that group shit. Mm-hmm. But for the people who just want to get in and, like, have a good time and they're drunk and they want to play around and have items on, it's still a blast, right? Yeah. Um, and that's really where it probably shines the most uh, in a group setting. So I will have to agree with you on that. Also, World of Light is a really good way to ramp up and learn some stuff mm-hmm. about the characters. Yeah. Um, a friend of the show, Demooch, is uh, also playing through that. I haven't harassed him about it a bit. I'm not sure when the last time he played was. Um, mm-hmm. But he was kind of touting some of those same things as well. Yeah. It's fun. And uh yeah. Recommend it. That'd be my platform fighter. So it sounds like you're in agreement for platform fighters. Uh what else have we got on the list? 
I am spinning in the background. I might have to remove one or two as I go. I know, there's fair. I, because I'm also kind of deduplicating as we go, it's like yeah. my answer for that category would be this. I am well, making your life a little enough, bit harder. Uh, right after Celeste, Hollow Knight came up, so I just smiled and like, ah, yeah, next. Yeah, just remove it, <laughs> knock it down. Yeah. Uh, the next one we have here is Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. And this is mm-hmm. under the open world category. I think there's going to be contention for this. Dave might contest me. We'll, we'll, we'll see for open world. Um, because there are a lot of freaking open world games, and the reason I picked Breath of the Wild is because I own but have not played Tears of the Kingdom, so I don't know how that <laughs> measures up. Um, but it's a very slow start. You start on the tutorial plateau. You're learning the mechanics slowly. They're introducing mechanics slowly, but then the game has so much adventure baked into it. You can just figure stuff out. You can think like, does it work this way? And a lot of times it literally will. And the game would have never told you that. It's just your own intuition and smarts. Thinking gamer smarts gets you there. Uh, And that's awesome. This is just for you, Jake. Everybody else, please don't listen. Don't listen to this. Uh I posted a video in Discord that is exactly for you. Um, And that's all I'll say. Okay. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) All right. Everyone else can tune back in. All right, guys. Um, uh, yeah, huddle, huddle back in, huddle back. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I, I don't have a whole ton of confidence in this answer. There's a lot of good open world games out there, but if someone just didn't had never pl- touched a video game before, I think this one could pull them in. So that's the way, reason I picked it. <laughs> well, Jake. Yeah, I actually don't have a better one than this because my brain is going to like some of the big ones like Horizon Zero. Horizon Zero Dawn. Well, that sounds Dawn, wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Elden Ring, Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah. Um, but the issue with a lot of those is, like it, it helps to have some use to combat and other stuff trying to mess mm-hmm. with you. Breath of the Wild does have combat, yes, but it's not the same as yeah. Elden Ring or Metal Gear Solid, where I think you need to have more so your reflexes on point. Um, and things are like more so, more so an Elden Ring out to fuck your day up. Um, mm-hmm. it's the Dark Souls of open world games. That's the problem. <laughs> it goes back to that criteria. Yeah. Um, the other issue is like MGS5, too much fan service. Horizon Zero Dawn, not enough fan service, right? Like, there's, there's they just can't get the balance right. At least they updated Aloy's model because boo 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 boo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, yeah thanks I Twitter. think. In general, uh, Nintendo's approach to stuff is always going to be the more family-friendly and accessible mm-hmm. to newer we'll players. shirtless Link. There is some fan service in that game. So. <laughs> shirtless Twink. Happy <laughs> Friday, everybody. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, that's something that doesn't have a lot of fan service in-game, but outside? Weirdly a yes, lot. you do have to watch out for that. The rating is somewhat different outside. It's not weirdly. It's, it, they're elves. There's, it's always going to come up. Um uh-huh. The next one I have here under racing is Need for Speed. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you go before I say I'm gonna let you finish, but before I pull a Kanye West on you, but not that okay. Kanye West where right. he's anti-Semitic now. Right. Well, that was kind. Con- see, that's that's um, uh, what he's not called Kanye West anymore, right? It's just Yee, I think. Right. I I do not know what that person's up to. I think I think he goes by Yee now. Okay. Um, so Yi is the anti-Semitic one, Kanye West. He was fine. There's nothing wrong with that. A little inconsiderate, perhaps, but no, I, I'm just kidding. Um, so Need for Speed, I picked this because I don't play a lot of racing games. Um, but from my experience, the ones that I really enjoyed were this, the arcade games, not the simulation games, right? Like I'm comparing this to something like Forza or Gran Turismo. Excellent games. Super great. You lose if you hit the wall. <laughs> yes. Need for speed. Hitting the wall might be what you need to do to get a shortcut, right? Like, you, you don't even know. Uh, you're collecting those pink slips on the way down a mountain in Need for Speed Carbon or something. It's just like unadulterated arcade fun in a way that is much easier to pick up. So that's the reason I picked it. Also, not that they would ever listen to the podcast, and it's not like I talked to them that often, mm-hmm. but I shout out to the one person I've interacted with on discord who works on forza no <laughs> oh, that's funny sorry friend of the show forza <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's 
so yeah, I would say Fours is obviously way more intense and closer to realism in their driving. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to shoot down Need for Speed and bring sure. us back again to Nintendo, if you see where this is going. Okay, a little game called seriously. Mario Kart. Um, so again, party game setting. Anybody can kind of just pick up and play. Also, there's items. They're fun. They're wacky. How do they work? What do they do? Um, but it also teaches people RNG is a thing that exists in video games and sometimes it will fuck you over. And I think uh-huh. that's a good thing to learn where it's like, hey, some of this skill, 100% skill, sometimes you just get bad luck, right? And that's part yeah. of like the, the fun aspect of it. Like it makes it all even. Yeah, I, the only the only counter contest I would have is I think Mario Kart is actually a high intensity combat racer like Wipeout. Those are in the same genre for me. Okay. <laughs> Not really, though. Uh, yes. Um, Mario Kart is a really good answer because my mom doesn't really didn't play that many games, but she put a lot of time into Mario Kart of everything. So, I mean, that's a sign. There you go. It was that in Korean MMOs. So, not a bad answer. <laughs> what is your mom up to? Yeah, she's either doing, you know, uh, Mario Kart or Black Desert Online. I don't fucking uh-huh. know. <laughs> no, she she would have loved it. Um, what else we got? Minecraft. Okay. Was this from you or from me? This one's actually mine. <laughs> my version of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, what what category do you put Minecraft under? squints crafting okay yeah but it's i would say very much it's a sandbox game right yeah Mm -hmm. there are technically objectives you can do but in the early iterations of minecraft and this still holds true today you can really just make something right Mm -hmm. you can just build a house you can build a little village you can have a server with your friends as long as you have enough dedicated wham right um (laughs) yes good reference (laughs) and like you can explore and do other stuff to like find cool new materials to do stuff now i'm just saying why the game is fun um yeah but very much like you don't need to know too much you just need to know waz to move around space to jump and then turn your mouse to look or left click to punch trees right yeah um and it starts you off very simple there's not really like an insane difficulty you learn quickly that nighttime is maybe not the friendliest Mm -hmm. so you out of instinct will kind of build yourself a little barricade out of dirt and wood maybe maybe you just put yourself in the hole for the first night dig three um, down one up <laughs> there you go oh i usually tunnel into something interesting <laughs> dig three units down and place one dirt block above your head and then just stare yes. into the <laughs> night until the scary sounds go away <laughs> wait wait for the light to come back uh-huh. you don't get that not if you not if you've literally buried yourself in a hole <laughs> yeah but like, if I wanted to, let's say, show my dad gaming. My dad mm. knows what gaming is, but, like, he hasn't played games in years. And, like, he's not when he would. He's not. He doesn't have the gamer cred, all right? Uh, right, yeah, yeah. Tim, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> but basically, like, I could see us being like, hey, like, here's how this works. And, like, we can build something. You can go collect resources and yada, yada. Yeah. And I think he'd be entertained enough by that, honestly. And then mm-hmm. start to ask questions of like, oh, what about this? What happens if we explore here? What does this material do? Yeah. I mean, I agree with all of that. Those are all excellent points. And the same reason I think Breath of the Wild got on the list for me, Minecraft is there too. It's just the feeling of going out and exploring is freaking hard to rep. It's, it's hard to beat Minecraft for that, especially if you haven't put in thousands of hours, like probably we have at this point, or at least hundreds. Um Yeah. I and would it never say ends. it expand, expands forever. You want more adventure? It's out there. Yeah. Um, I think one of the draws to kind of get into gaming is that sense of suspension of disbelief, just being a kid again and having that sense of wonder or intrigue of like, oh, what is going to happen next? I want to explore around the corner. I want to see how the plot progresses. Stuff like that. Um, yeah. Where like once you find that hook, whether it's just the majesty of the background, whether it's the lore or whatever it is. Once you find that hook, mm, addicted for life. Yeah, you find out what drives you. And this one has the real world uh, um, experience, just like my my mom from Mario Kart. 
an entire generation was brought into video games because of Minecraft. So that's even some would argue even more evidence <laughs> that it's a great starting <laughs> game. Uh, this next one, um, I'm gonna shoot down, but I want to talk about it for a second briefly. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Dota, Dota. Okay. You put Dota in. It was under advanced MOBA. I don't think people should even be playing MOBAs to start. If I'm okay, if, okay. my opinion. Do you want? So here's. Let me justify that with the inclusion of the non-advanced MOBA on this list. Okay. I put Hots on the list. Heroes of the Storm for the uninitiated. Also, by the time you listen to this, you might not be able to be initiated because the game is on life support. But it's because like it is a very straightforward MOBA that is straight up missing mechanics that are present in games like League and definitely Dota, which has everything and then more layers of it. Um, but it's on life support. So, like, if you really enjoyed HOTS and you were just like, I need more of this stuff, that's where I would kind of start to recommend probably Dota because I can never recommend League, right? So It's bad. Yeah. That was the rationale. But I agree with you, no one should play Dota. <laughs> I have another one here. Um, I can't shoot it down as much because I I could definitely see some points to it. Okay, but Subnautica under yeah. the genre of horror game. Uh huh. <laughs> I, I I thought about this. And I was just like, well, I've already got Minecraft for survival crafting. I love Subnautica, and I have to get it in the list somehow. It's scary. There you go, horror game, especially if you suffer from. Um, thalassophobia and if you have thalassophobia and you don't suffer from it you will <laughs> when you play Subnautica <laughs> so that's the reason I put it on here it's also it's not a primary horror game right like if you played Amnesia then you're going into it with like ah I am going to be jump scared by some things some things are going to be yes. spooky but Subnautica it just has like some passive scary moments based off of how you choose to engage with the world or where you explore and stuff. But it's not really the drive of the game. So no. you can kind of but acclimate yourself a little bit more to it. At a point, like you start out in a fairly safe area and you don't have to explore too challenge, much. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to explore too much to like get what you need to kind of progress. But as the game advances, you will need to go to places where you're less comfortable mm. or you feel less safe. You won't be like right next to your base or right next to open oxygen um might be some caverns and others like mm -hmm. it definitely ramps up um yeah i think so it's, it's I'd, not I'd say one for note. a horror first mm -hmm. i don't know if i'd i'd put it as the first one for horror you going back to silent hill you're still thinking of that from no actually <laughs> um and this is only because i have it as a I have a Let's Play channel that I watch. Oni plays. Mm -hmm. um, Past we watch a lot of their stuff for a long time. But they have up here uh, Spooky's Jump Scare Mansion. Okay. All right. That's fair. I actually am a little... I think that is actually a good thing into like dipping your toes into the water of uh, spooky stuff. That's fair. That's probably a good answer. Yours was not just a legal like red tape exception to get subnautica on the list so that's an actual answer that <laughs> matches the genre so i can i could concede to that i'm trying to think if there are others because i haven't played too many obviously amnesia but like mm -hmm. i wouldn't want to put that on anybody you know what's a weird one is like and i don't i don't i don't think it should belongs on this list but like doom 3 was Ooh. actually billed as a horror yeah. game, right? Because they specifically, they're like, oh, you can't use a gun and your flashlight at the same time, and there's going to be scary moments and stuff like that. And it was a huge misstep for the Doom series, but so they bad. tried it, right? I, I know I've told this story a million times, but I have to tell it again. Um, they had, like, these little spiders that would come out of vents. And I remember, like, looking down a hallway and being like, that's a lot of fucking vents! Uh -huh. And so I just, like, kind of squinted my eyes as much as possible so i have to like really absorb my surroundings and just like booked it down the hallway yeah oh oh it's a spider boss you say yo i'm out um <laughs> that was my experience um yeah that's fair it's fair um 
but yeah, I don't play that many horror games, and I'm not going to suggest the really hardcore things like Outlast or whatever. So, no, want to keep my penis intact. Mm-hmm. Um, the next <laughs> one I have here, uh, I will ask for your advice on which categories can go into, but okay. Vampire Survivors. Um, well, if you wanted to be very specific, you could have uh, Reverse Bullet Hell, <laughs> which is, I think, how they bill it as the genre. I am the bullet hell. Uh-huh. But I mean, that's, um, I, it definitely falls into roguelike, but roguelike is too open of a genre to really cover here. Indie roguelike, bullet hell, something like that. Yeah. So I think this one's good because you don't need to know anything about video games. You know mm. where your character is. You know how to move around with WASD. Or you can just click with the mouse and drag. Um, you just know you don't want the enemies to hit you. And you start off with a weapon. You're like, oh, this is how this weapon operates. It only attacks horizontally mm-hmm. if, for the starting character. Um, and then you kill enough dudes. Uh, you evade death. And then you get a power-up. Oh, I can get a new level of my current weapon. Or a new weapon. How does this one work? And mm-hmm. it slowly builds on where you find out these are the types of weapons I like, and these are the situations where they're useful. Or you can find combinations that work well together. Uh, but really, all you have to do is move around. If you can do WASD, yeah. great. You're going to do fine at Vampire Survivors. <laughs> and also, as you collect things, it gives you that reward sensation. It's, like, it's exciting when you level up. Or you open a chest. Oh, you opened a rare chest? You opened a legendary ch- and you get five uh-huh. upgrades. It pops off these particles all over the place. I don't know. That one might actually, as you were describing it, I was also kind of passively thinking like, do I have a better entry for straight up roguelike? And vampire survivors might, might actually just fit into the roguelike spot, which again is a very wide genre with a ton of different games, but it's incredibly inexpensive. The controls are very simple. It pretty much is an arcade game. It literally is. Um. So yeah, I mean that that might be the that might be the pick for arcade, or sorry, not arcade, but uh, roguelike actually. Which is going to disappoint a lot of people out there because there's a lot of great roguelike games, but um, it's not Binding of Isaac. Binding of Isaac is too much for a starter, I think. Um, for the sake of time, are you fine if I kind of remove ones that are? Yeah, nuke whatever you want. Okay. Starcraft oh, is on the list. They have one. nukes. You can <laughs> nuke whatever you want. It's right there. So I'm going to, uh, just for the audience's sake, I'm going to try and remove anything that involves um, FPS going forward. Sure. Something that just might be kind of mechanically jump if you haven't really been playing games. Um, Could I mention the only one I had that was an FPS? <laughs> I don't know how many you had on your list. Oh, you had more than one. Did I have multiple FPS? I guess technically. If the FPS genre was one, I actually deliberated on this. I think it's Overwatch. Do you want to... So, it was between that and, like, Call of Duty for me, for, like, the most casual just start playing the game one. But, like, Overwatch legitimately has pulled in a bunch of people who just do not normally play shooters. Um, Mm -hmm. And, I mean... You whatever their current state is, Overwatch Two. I'm not thinking about that in the evaluation. I'm just talking about like Overwatch gameplay, very accessible characters, very diverse cast, the most diverse cast that ever exists. To the point that it's just like there's a meme of who's going to become gay this week. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I put a bunch Happy of time everybody too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, that was my my argument for FPS. I mean, I I see it. I mean, because a lot of FPSs are going for realism, mm-hmm. um, but Overwatch obviously isn't. And also, if you're like, hey, I want to play this game with my friends, but I really don't like shooting people and having like aiming clickheads. Cool, you can play characters, but you don't have to do that. Yeah. Uh, you can basically just play a support, and then you can play characters you cannot clickheads, like right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, like there are definitely options for you to try and get into that space and again you would have to be a little bit comfortable with like the WASD space and the mouse 
But again, yeah. that's very much like Minecraft, where it's not super difficult to pick up. Obviously mm-hmm. hard to master, but you could easily get into a game with friends. Yeah. And it's free. It could combo into Call of Duty if you like the shooty bits. You're like, I spend all my time on Soldier 76 for some reason. Or Battlefield if you like the team role aspects. It's another branching one, I think. Mm-hmm. What else have we got? What's 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 what are the uh, uh, to borrow Macho, Macho Man Randy Savage? We've worked through all this. What's the cream of the crop? What's floated to the top of this uh, this list that you're eliminating? You mean what's just the next one? <laughs> yes. What's the next one? <laughs> next, please. Uh, next slide. <laughs> uh, it takes two. Okay. So I put this in as like a. Obviously, one person has to own the game, but anybody else who wants to play with that person does not have to own the game. Right. So, so maybe like, co-op, right? This could be your co-op game. Yeah, definitely good for co-op. Um, like, let's say you're an experienced gamer. I think the perfect thing for this is, like, couples, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not... The game is kind of about couples anyway, but, like, eh, there's a, But specifically, you can play as one character and then have somebody else just hop in. And the thing is, like, you both have to do mechanics together throughout the game. It's not like, here, I'm going to give my little bro the controller and he'll play, like, the second character. It doesn't fucking matter what they do for the yeah, most part. We, we talked about Sonic 2 recently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tails. But It Takes Two is, it's really good at that co-op portion of kind of balancing responsibilities for that teamwork. But mm-hmm. also, like, it jumps around fucking everywhere. I had no yeah. idea where the story was going at any point. Every level is very unique and fun. I don't really see like a whole overlapping of mechanics where it's like, oh, this shit again. Usually it's like, hey, you're in this area, and then like you'd never see that thing again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it is just so imaginative and fun. There's so many like little side games you can play against each other just for like bragging rights. Um and again, you really only have to know basic platforming for the most part um like occasionally you might have to aim and shoot but like a lot of stuff is not time dependent Mm -hmm. so i feel like you can pick that part up pretty easily yeah it's an it's an excellent inclusion um it covers a lot of genres but i think it's definitely it's 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 in the running for best co-op we already picked a portal game, so co-op t- uh, Portal Two can't count, and that is the best anti-co-op game. That's the that's the crown <laughs> I'll give it. <laughs> um, yeah, takes two, pretty good one. Next one I have here under fighting games is Street Fighter Six, uh-huh. <laughs> which just came out, and I'm using other people's impressions to include it on this list. But I've also seen that it's got like um, a modern mode. For controls rather than doing classic controls where it's like hit all the buttons you know like people have that full list of fighting game moves street fighter 6 was like what if we didn't <laughs> what if we just had a mode that where people did a little bit less damage but they could just do down b like it's smash or something like that and that's the way um charlie most critical was playing it and it looked like he was having a bunch of fun as a grappler um and it's got like a single player thing and everything i've heard is that this is basically the on-ramp to traditional fighting games and that is like the hardest freaking genre to get into so uh that's the reason i picked it so i will say again to what you're saying for everything i've seen about it because i've not picked it up i watched a friend play on discord the other day Mm -hmm. and that's probably my closest exposure um but it really seems like the fighting game scene is finally trying to make things more accessible. Yeah, um, right. Yeah. Because Street Fighter 6 is doing this and they apparently mm-hmm. did a really good job of it. While Tekken 8 is not out yet, they have also described kind of um, similar offerings mm-hmm. uh, to where they are going to make some stuff more like, hey, um, I know Tekken has like 110 combos per character. Uh, we don't expect yeah. you to know all that. So like, here's some stuff you can get into where certain buttons just might be mapped for like, oh, this is your juggle thing. This is your mm-hmm. pop-up. This is your punish. This is your get, whatever it might be. Right. So I think right now it's probably, yeah, the, the best one to get into because I will never say that Soul Calibur is an actual fighter or yeah. that the series is good. Um, 
it's fun to follow and see what bullshit they add, but uh, don't touch Soul Calibur. Don't. If they let you use swords, it's not an actual fighting game. <laughs> exactly. Be honest, that's the criteria. <laughs> I was also going to say, um, uh, they I think they go as far as to have like you can have a one button, just keep pressing this button to beat the crap out of the opponent option, but you can't use that online. You can't use that against players. Um, and they also did a brilliant thing in that having the modern mode deal less damage is just like it's it's basically psychological it's a psychological attack to try hard players um because if you're gonna have a problem with these new players coming in and they're kicking your butt because they just did like a special move you're like mm-hmm. yeah but i mean that special move does 20 percent less damage like you can you can kick their butt you're better than that right like you know the inputs right so you should be able to destroy them um it's just it's just brilliant i love it you mentioned tekken the reason mortal Kombat isn't on this is because no one's mom will let them play mortal Kombat, so we can't get that on the list that's true and with the you know they just keep getting more and more brutal as mm-hmm. they progress the series pretty much um i don't know are we at the the recap phase? If you had to pick a couple from that, that would be your favorite. If we're in the um, running, or anything we missed that you're like, this is going to bother me forever that I didn't mention this. I would say one thing that I would maybe throw into the list that we didn't mention. Mm-hmm. Um, again, just for like a generic party game, Fall Guys. Uh, it's very much a game where you don't have to be good. It's still fun to lose. Um, RNG is also a motherfucker and so are other players. <laughs> um but it's just a fun multiplayer game mode type thing. And when you actually do win, which I've only done exactly once, it feels good. Right. But you don't have to take home the crown to have a good time with friends. Um Right. But yeah, it's also no, just more more platforming jank. Yeah, I think um Oh sorry, I was looking at the list here. I think uh I, as soon as you mentioned Fall Guys, I thought of Among Us, but I was like, nope, hidden role game, immediately out. Yep. <laughs> that disqualifies an entire <laughs> classification of people who cannot I'm gonna be I'm going to need you to lie. What? <laughs> I'm it the says I'm the imposter. What does that mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Just fun. Uh, without all of that complication, I think, puts Fall Guys ahead. Um. I kind of I put MMO on this list, but I don't even think I'm going to mention it. To be honest, I'm just going to mention that MMO was on the list. I did not purposefully miss it, but that's like life destroying, almost to the extent of Dota and MOBAs. So. Yeah. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mention MMOs. Everybody, if I mention MMOs, everyone's brain just went to one if they played it, and that's already their answer. So it's fine. If you don't have that, just play RuneScape. It's fine. Mm, I don't know if no. I could ever like, encourage somebody to play RuneScape. Um, <laughs> but I also you have not You get your armor trim for free. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the wilderness. It's fine. I have also not played that game since I was like 14. So uh-huh. I know a lot of it has changed. Um, I also want to provide just a little bit of context because Dave sent me he's like hey here's the list of remaining games if there's any you wanted to call out but he sent me the wheel so i'm like turning my head to all <laughs> angles to see what's still on this wheel i have and to read the same way for the record um, it's probably the most comp- hardest way to do this um but i think i think my list is pretty good i'm pretty happy with it i don't think that there's anything like there's other games that i love there's other games that i absolutely recommend people should play but I kind of would just leave it at Minecraft. It's just like if you've never played a video game, it's such a good start. Yeah. I think anything that kind of gives the player some agency or puts you in like a beautiful setting and lets you kind of just explore or I can't think of another attribute at the moment. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's not just it's like a beautiful that's... loneliness. That's what Minecraft is to me. Yes. And whereas Animal Crossing is 
<laughs> a comfy, not really loneliness, uh-huh. um, uh, indentured servitude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gonna pay off that house one someday. But yeah, I'm sure that there are other things that we did not even touch that would be like, oh, that would actually be really fucking good to just show somebody who's trying to get into gaming. Uh-huh. Um, but really, if you, if for some reason you're listening to this and you are not into games, which would uh-huh. be wild, uh, thank you for checking us out all the way to this point. Um, <laughs> right. Really, just Google something that you like and like games in that space, and I'm sure something exists. Yeah, uh, there's probably like a most approachable one. Um, but I would say this is more so for people who already like games, who maybe have friends, family, or loved ones who are kind of outside of it, and maybe you want to be able to share that with them. Maybe you want to be able to like show your parents like, hey, check out this cool thing, and then have them get into it. Maybe you want to show right. like a significant other like, hey, this could be a fun activity we could do together. Um, or maybe you have like a cousin you're trying to impress who's like, I play Fortnite and nothing else. Or I'm like, well, let me actually blow your brain a little bit here. Check out uh-huh. this. I'm like, whoa. Um, I was going to say Eve yeah. Online. Maybe you're an Eve Online player and you've just forgotten <laughs> how to relate to humanity. This We can be your on-ramp to that. Let us be your catalyst. Uh-huh. Mirror's Edge catalyst. Didn't make the cut? But yeah. Uh, I think from an outside space, there's a lot of... Like with anything else, there's some assumptions that are made kind of incorrectly. So in the case of gaming, it's like, oh, games are expensive. Besides Diablo 4... Uh, a lot of them really aren't um, necessarily yeah. expensive. A lot of them you can get even for free mm-hmm. um, or just for very cheap. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's it's what makes you happy. Uh, these are just some of the ones that have made us happy over the years and some of the ones that we think are a little bit more accessible for people to check out. Mm-hmm. And again, Dota does not belong on this list. <laughs> <laughs> does not might meet any of the criteria Dave said. <laughs> Um, but yeah uh, well uh, appreciate that good summary I agree wholeheartedly thank you guys for sticking around to the end of this one um, if there's something that we missed you think that it's like my gosh I can't believe they didn't mention this game and I think it's just the best on ramp imaginable uh, you could just send that in soapsomepodcast at gmail.com or you could join the discussion on Facebook which is like the on ramp to social media platforms um for the elderly, I think, at this point, at facebook.com slash soapstone podcast. And as always, we'll see you in the next one. Have a good night.